It's the third shift. It's the yeah overnight shift. It's the lack of sleep. You know, and then trying to wake up the next day and have a normal life when in, in fact you slept for three hours. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it and I have to congratulate you too because because I don't I don't think I've seen you drunk and doing anything crazy in the past year. You slowed down also a little bit. Slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you feel better. I could I could sense it in you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some days where we get we get after it, but yeah, and a lot of the, you know, there's so much work to do, and yeah, you know, especially when you you know drinking. You know, I want to be focused though too. You know what 100%. I mean? Our job never ends. We don't have a punch clock that we go in at nine o'clock until five, and then from five till nine the next morning we can do whatever we want. You right. know what and I mean? Deal it's with not customers too. I mean, it's also fun to take a shot with a customer, enjoy their night with you know, enjoy their. You know, whatever they're celebrating party. Oh, hell yeah. Us, and they know. appreciate that and they enjoy that too. And that's yeah. part of the job. Absolutely. But it, I can't go to all 24 tables and do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> then it would be McDonald's for a week. That's like, Hurley, Hurley how many uh, shots you get a night? Yeah. Um, like pour the DJ shot. <laughs> yeah. Not much. Depends honestly. on who you're with, though, yeah. right, Hurley? Mm. I mean, I, honestly, sometimes I will fake it. <laughs> really? You're like the like girls used to do that, right? They're like, give me a shot of water. If it gets bad. Tell her it's vodka. No, I just won't take it. Oh, you just won't take I'll it? I'll just kind of like keep my mouth closed. That's wonderful. Just, yeah, then you put your hand you put your hand over the glass. I've so definitely told people I'm good, can't. though. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I tell a lot of people. But yeah, sometimes you just cup the shot glass. You're really like, good at that, though. You're really personal. You'd be like, nah, I love you, man. It's cool. I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, like, I feel, I, I say no, and I go, well, then I, overthinking starts in my head. It's like, does this person not like me now because I need to take a shot? No. <laughs> if you understand how many times a night I get offered a shot, yeah, check on every table. There's 2430. Everybody does that. And then you go to the bar. You know, sometimes the bartender is doing one. And your friends. Yeah, but you're a very lovable person. Everybody wants sure. Jeff at their table and give him hugs. I don't think everybody well, they don't wants want me, me at their <laughs> tables. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> no, they want to hear me in the DJ booth. So we got some questions coming in, actually. Yeah. Well, actually, the first one actually kind of pertains more to me, actually. I love that because I, I learned. F- Here's the thing. I feel like I'm the chef in the kitchen and I'm always in the back of the house. So whenever I can learn anything from you about the front of the house, like I'm yeah. totally into it. So this is actually from a new promoter in the city or just not, not with our company. Yeah. Yeah. Just somebody pretty, in general. Yeah, yeah. Pretty nice that reached out. Well, I love and that. So they, they were asking me on a per- personal thing, like who do you target more for the club? You know, are we going? Oh, who's your clientele? Your, your, well, who do we target? Like, do we, yeah. Say who do we target? Do we target more of girls because that attracts the you know the guys and the yeah. guys are there, yeah. or yeah. do we just go right after spenders and then the girls will follow? Let me ask you this: within that question, can you answer? Is, does it change per venue and per night too? A- absolutely, yeah. So I it's, mean, it's I, a slide. It's always moving. Yeah, who you're who I you're mean, pitching think, to? Correct, but I think that there's never a time that you don't want you know a club full of beautiful ladies or a club full of a lot of spenders you know well in new york like the thing about boston that's weird to me is that there's so many places that have cover charges right and every place does in new york no place has a cover charge really and but they do it differently you're a group of girls you obviously walk right in right you and i walk there we don't know anybody at the venue or the club we just want to come in have a drink right 
we might not have to pay a cover, but we're going to have to talk to the door guy. The door guy's going to be like, well, listen, we only could see VIPs. You want to buy a table? No. All right. Well, you want to do a bar tab? Right. That's how they get, you know, you right. just can't come in and mingle. You have to, you know, if there's no cover, you just can't come in. You have to have a bar tab or, or a table. Yeah, bar tab's kind of crazy. So, yeah, they'll do it per person. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've never seen it implemented in Boston, but... I don't know if we could ever do that. I was that, DJing in Providence Saturday. Shout out to uh, Dirty Deck and, and Just Jay and everybody at uh, Sports and Leisure. They don't have a, a cover charge over there either. Yeah. And they just run the door like that. Like, Yeah, I mean, sometimes you, you got to know somebody yeah. to get in kind of situation. Sometimes you do need a, a cover charge for, you know, various reasons. Um, well, well, I can understand. There's a difference between selling a hard ticket and a cover charge, though. I agree sure. on that. Yeah. I agree on that. Yeah. Well, you know. A lot of times the cover charge is to deter, you know, people, they, you know, you want your people, if they can't pay the cover charge, you don't want them taking up your capacity room as well. No, because at the end of the day, each body in there is taking up real estate. Absolutely. You can't just have somebody in there that comes in and just wants to stand stand there and, and not, you yeah. know, drink so, or anything because then they're not spending any money. They're just having a night out with zero yeah. months. Like you can't just go to a bar, and can you? Can you go to the bar and just sit there and just order water all night? People do. Are people that don't drink alcohol? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is, but I'm sure they're not by themselves, though. No, that's not true. You don't understand how many. I would say. I don't. I don't know. I never I really say, go to say, bars. Would, well, even in the clubs, there's, there's. I could name ten people that come every single night to Grand, or one of our events. Um, they buy a ticket to every single one of our events. And they yeah, but they're spending themselves. money to buy a ticket, though. No, I agree. It's different. They, yeah, they don't drink, and they just come there and dance. I could do that. I mean, I've been to our venues, and I've had to drink yeah. before, too. Yeah. <laughs> We've made nights without drinking. Yeah, I don't <laughs> need to drink every night. <laughs> Most nights. Um, so, so, yeah. Go so, back, so, so go back so, to the original yeah. question of, of what I said. And I said, you know, as a, as a, a new promoter, and I, I kind of categorize it, you, you know, a new promoter versus, you know, like a, a veteran or something. Mm -hmm. You want to get, as a new promoter, as many people of the right type of crowd to an event. I said, you know, you're not going to get huge spenders right away. You know, that's more the veteran people than, you know, know it. So I wouldn't say going after, you know, big spenders or people that are going to, you know, Looking for whales, you know that that comes with the within know, time. Within time, so you smart. You, you, so you you're saying you just so, smart stall start small, like yeah, you know, and everybody. Still, you know, if you have, you know, why do you become a promoter? Because you're popular, or whatever the reason is. Why you popular? Is it that you know your sports? What team? do you have to bring to the table? Yeah, yeah, right. So if you're popular around, you know, like the girls' team or whatever sports team in college or whatever it may be, start with that, bring them out. Obviously, they have friends. And, and then it grows. Mm -hmm. Right. And then she said, well, what about spenders? And how do I get stuck in spenders? And it's everybody has a birthday, everybody, you know? Yeah, and once a year. <laughs> yeah. But... Is that where you think the big spenders come in? Because you no, might no, have, no. A, you no, might be a promoter. Start, but that's okay. where you start getting the tables, you know, like whole yeah, lot yeah. of tables. So... You know, you're not going to get this like this finest big whale. If you do, that'd be amazing. Well, some people do though, hundred yeah, uh percent. -huh. But you know, to be consistent, you get everybody's birthday. You get every. You know, there's a somebody is celebrating a birthday <laughs> every single night in the club. 
Every night. No matter, yeah, no matter what. Yes. I've never been in a night in 22 years. And somebody was like, oh, there's no birthdays here. Every single night, there's somebody, <laughs> somebody celebrating a birthday. Where is it? It's a week away. It's their birthday. Yeah, month. yeah, yeah. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. People, it's always, whatever yeah. it is. So you start with that and, you know, just go around to your, you know, friends and, or the people, the clientele that you're you're reaching out to and say, you know, what's your birthday? When's it coming up? You know, blah, blah, blah. let me set you up. You know, there's there's people in our office that literally go through Facebook for hours. Yeah, no, I've seen that. In, and in, just yeah. go through for the next, for the whole month, you exactly. know, because you, you don't want to hit them up like two days before they are. No, plan. no. People have plans, you know. Yeah. Hit them up in the month before, get it in their head going like that. And I think that's like the way to start off. I think that's great advice, Jeff. Thank you for that. And and I've seen that work not only within this company, but, you know, I think. Sure. MySpace, we used to do that with MySpace. Find out his birthday. Everything. Yeah. Like my friend Joe Messina used to have people that would scour the social medias to find out upcoming people's birthdays. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. And then they just get a Rolodex of birthdays. The second question we got. We got many questions. But the second question I got that I liked. Yeah. This is a good one. There's more There's more you. Hurley's going to chime in on this one. I don't know. Hurley might be. Hurley's our young gun. So Hurley, Hurley, Hurley has to, like, he hasn't been through all the different genres. Yeah, no, like yeah, yeah. I mean. So, so the question was, what one style genre would you bring back? And then they gave a few things, but we, we can go off this. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Would it be the hip-hop with the R&B hooks? The hip hop with like kind of the reggae beats or the reggae, you know, like the you know the Sean Paul Buster Rhymes remix stuff. There was an excitement to that though that doesn't exist any longer. All right, would it be like there's no remixes anymore? All right, would it be? Uh, give me like a house one that's out that wasn't it's that old drum. I mean, tribal house. Yeah. Okay. Drum and bass. Ass. Drum and bass is always going uh, around. around though. It's I mean, it's around. it's a big European thing for sure. Like London, you know what I mean. I mean, Jersey Club's making a comeback. I don't really know when that all got established. Okay. Well, Jersey Club came out of Bmore. Bmore house records, right? I, I believe. I believe Bmore was first, and then Jersey took its own take on it. But uh, Bmore uh, ones had all the same drum loops. And then they were talking about bringing like. 90s R&B back. Like, what genre would you just, like, love to play that, like, you can't, like, it would be weird to play? Definitely reggae. Because I loved reggae because it just had a vibe and bounce to it. And it would break up the night a little bit. Because this is back in the day because I'm old. You couldn't play hip-hop all night. You couldn't play house at the venues I was at. So in order to change the gears and, and you change the You wouldn't break it up with a little Danielle Jones? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, for sure. But like early in the night. Though, right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I played a little bit more of a grimier crowd in, in upstate New York where yeah. I was uh, curated out of. <laughs> but in, I had to break the music up somehow. It, was, it, it couldn't just be all R&B and hip-hop all night. I needed another genre that was different, and reggae was that genre. But the thing now is I believe that reggaeton and Latin music has replaced that, and now it's it, you can play a hip-hop party all night with hip-hop and R&B and reggaeton, and it kind of like offsets that a little bit. Is it crazy now that would you call the like the other, the original reggaeton, like, 
Oimi Kanto and like all that stuff. Old school reggaeton now. Yeah, but here's the thing. I know people want to right hear reggaeton, and I don't want to play the same 10 songs that everybody is playing. So I try to incorporate some of those old bangers with the new stuff. Don Mars. Yeah, like yeah. the Donald Mars and, you know, Gasolina still, Smash. Yeah. And, and, and it's fun to... I just want to play it differently. I enjoy, yeah, I love to cater to the Latin crowd, but I don't want to play the same ten Latin songs that every other DJ is playing. That would do me no justice. That would make me like everybody else. I right. don't. I want to find uh, what makes me different is that I could have some of those gems, and I take they not they don't always work. I always take chances. You know what I mean and. Yeah. Not every chance I take works. Sometimes I, I overthink things and, and, and I lose them a little bit, but I always have to have that draw to bring them back. So I like I like the reggae tone. I mean, I, I like, I'd like i like to bring back some of that reggae stuff for sure. Like, yeah, it's yeah, fun. That, yeah, that reggae stuff. So yeah, I was thinking about that. I love the old, like, 2000s hip-hop with, like, Ashanti on it. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. like I the think, Fat Joe, Ashanti records. Um, I mean, how many Ja Rule Ashanti records were yeah, there? You know what um, I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think the new generation, like Hurley and stuff, what they're doing is they're creating these, you know, these uh, bootlegs on their own that are that are changing the complexity of the original song. Right. And that's almost in the sense of, you know, Mariah Carey comes out with Sweetheart, right? And then, but there's six remixes of it. Right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now, instead of there being uh, an abundance of remixes, like a Bad Boy remix, a So So Deaf remix, that was fun in our generation. This generation doesn't have that, so they're creating it on their own and creating these bootlegs because the record labels themselves aren't doing it. I and then in the past, the record labels did to sell more records because you would buy Mariah's album right. and then you'd say, sweetheart, oh, you already have that song on our album that you bought, but you don't have the eight remixes, so you sell more records that way. Do you think that Hex Hector made every single remix in oh 1990? God, he had so many awesome remixes. Like, did he and Jonathan Peters, too. He, yeah, he had the, uh, the Whitney Houston joint. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just remember seeing every record and there'd be Hex Hector remix. Yeah, him and oh, Armin Van Helden, too. Crazy. Armin, yeah, Armin Van Helden used to make, I I think, I could be wrong. Braun's the guy to ask for this. Shout out to Braun. I think Braun, I think we talked about this before. He was making these like weird radio edits of like pop songs and then. I, I yeah, want they were like, like called X Mix. Yeah, X Mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what you would do as instead of like us now, uh, uh, in, you know, joining a record pool or MP3 record pool back then, you would join X Mix and you would only you'd get a month supply of music, but it would be only X Mix mixes. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were out of right outside of Boston. Yeah, I think yeah. they were. Yeah. Is is Armin from from yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. He is okay. He's such a nice dude, man. He I used to DJ at this place called uh Oh shit, Crimson. And he used to he lived down the block and every once in a while he'd come up and hang out with me in the booth and oh. shit. Like really low key because it wasn't like a place that Armin would like Right, right, right. Yeah. Like it's not it wasn't a, it was a it was a party joint place. It wasn't like a house music, like it wasn't like posh or any, or you know sound factory or anything like that right, it was right. a club you know not not a not a house music driven club but a most more like open format club and he was 
he would always come through and he was just such a nice dude man no, I appreciate those questions that came in because yeah, I we do, both man. Were good. Great, Hurley. What did you? What? What's yeah, your Hurley, take? What you yeah, like no, because like I feel like I'm still playing some songs from those genres that you listed out. Hurley is very, but like, you're playing, different. No, Hurley's different because he's very. Still. He's got a plethora of no, records. I'm, I'm saying, that he's good no, but Hurley, what I'm saying is, is yeah, you're gonna you're gonna put in those '90s R&B songs and those. 90s you know early 2000s pop or whatever it is but you have to understand that when it was that time that's like oh yeah oh they played Mm -hmm. and then yeah so like in the hip-hop club you would do start off like the slow jams kind of stuff and then you build up to like just like popular hip-hop then you throw in a reggae set and then you throw in an old school hip-hop set yeah you could throw yeah. in an old school hip-hop yeah. set i used to play like enough i mean i'm sorry i used to play that was the scratch in that slick rick record uh it was like enough and then like the biz marquees and yeah. all that stuff but you could only play those you wouldn't play like a verse a hook verse you'd only play like verse chorus out then you'd play like this is how we do it into uh something else and just keep it moving like that yeah mm. what do you find is your good breakup of music for when you perform live early so like my main three genres i'd say would be house latin hip-hop yeah that's, like generally speaking i think that's just the, i think that's just the only thing you can have right now I, I don't like, think you could actually go anywhere else other than those three places. That's where I feel like you can just keep the energy. You Towards can. the end of the night is when I toss in like uh, R and B, Afro beats. Yeah, because right you're there. setting a mood. You you uh, that I I. I that's my going home music. I That's think you're right. You have sexy. to take him on this adventure. Sounded like you start off here. It's like when you get on a roller coaster. That's a perfect way example of how you want to run a night as far as DJing goes. Yeah. The build up where it's just like the clicking of going up the hill. It's like the slow build. That's your night, your opening set. And then peak hours when you hit the top and you're about to go down the roller coaster and you just chuck it, chuck it, chuck it. But then there has to be a part of that night where you just mellow out for a second. If you know when a roller coaster goes all the way down, it comes up and just chills for a minute yep. and then it goes back down. You have to take them on those peaks and valleys and you don't want to stay anywhere too long. I know I have a tendency, I think Saturday night I had a, a little bit of a hard time playing. I feel like I got, I just wasn't in my head and that's just going to happen from time to time and you can't beat yourself up as a DJ because you just were out of your head. It's just, it's, gonna fucking happen dude if you're playing organically and you're playing freestyle and you're playing just just off the energy in the room sometimes you do get lost and i got a little lost saturday and what, what about bringing freestyle music back do you know what i just played a set of freestyle mystique the other night you and the, the manager george goes dude that was fucking awesome i go what because we just, we <laughs> I wanted like, it. Little Susie and Stevie, Stevie B. B. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I oh. just, it was just fun. I just, it just, it just went there. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm in a position now where I'm at in this company, Big Night, where I have to DJ a specific amount of nights due to my contract obligations. And sometimes I get put in situations that are just a little bit not my speed. So I have to find a way to create something out of that. And, 
entertain myself at the same time because I'm not one to fake it. Right, I right. just can't go in there, put a mix on, and just be like, oh, I'll just play these records. No, I have to, I, I can't turn that off. It's either on or off. And Thursday, I didn't really have, you know, I'm DJing a dinner party at Mystique, and I'm just like, let's go, man. I love that. I started playing all those, like, you know, Tiffany. I didn't play Tiffany, but oh, I got a dope remix of Debbie Gibson over like a Sean Paul beat. <laughs> really? Played and shit. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I just have, and I'm lucky enough that I have those songs in my you know repertoire because if I didn't, I would have played the same shit I play every night. Right. Yeah, yeah man. I, yeah, we need to bring freestyle back. That's my my fire. If you feel what I am feeling, <laughs> you're my diamond girl. And he goes. It had like yeah. all these sound Dime. effects and oh, shit. Yeah. Synths are so oh good. my god! So good nothing enough. like an '80s synth. I was talking to my cousin the other day, and he's he's his girlfriend, his fiance is a little bit younger than us, and uh, they were. He's like, yeah, I was trying to make her watch Fletch with me with uh, Chevy Chase, and oh. uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's like, my fiance is like, I can't watch this shit. The music's driving me crazy. I'm <laughs> like, what? Those synths and like the like the synths and like fucking uh beverly hills cop and shit like that oh, was the music yeah. i just saw a a, a a tiktok and this guy was recreating like so- sounds inspired by like 80s movies and it was just like this those keyboards it it all the thing that's crazy about all that shit is it all comes down to what equipment was available at that time that created the sound of that era uh, yeah, I agree on that. And I think that now people are bringing it all back. But now, but now they have plugins that can create that. Right, back right, then, right. you get this new Mog or whatever keyboard. I'm sorry, I'm not really good at that stuff. But you get this keyboard, and it's the hottest new keyboard at the time. Everybody's making songs on this keyboard, and the keyboard only has a limited amount of right, right. fucking s- noises and and and, uh, and samples it could offer. So. Everybody sound beeps and bloops. Yeah, that's like, the interesting thing about music production nowadays. Yeah. is that like it's almost too perfect. It, so then, actual producers need to like, like you said, add in plugins to like make it unperverted. Like the yeah, old yeah. fashioned ones would be keep it interesting. Well, here's a good thing about that too, and I love that you said that. Really, thank you. Dilla was so famous because his music never fit to the everything fits to a grid now. So when everything fits to the grid, people actually produce music and they shift things off the grid on purpose. So it gives it a like a real feel instead of it being doom, 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 doom. You know, if you chop the drums, and you set the offset, the the kick a little bit or the snare a little bit. It gives it a lot. It it makes it it lets it breathe. It feels more organic. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you could appreciate that. I've always said this, too. A million people could sing, right? You could be the best vocalist ever, but if I can't feel the motion in your voice, you're just a singer. Yeah. And that's the same thing. Dilla's beats had had that energy of feeling like they were humanized in a way. I think that's a good good way to put that, humanized. I like that. I like that. And, and that's getting lost in today's music because everything is so digital. And it's not any fault of any producers, just the way it is. And that's why you just have to really, if you're going to make music, make music for your fucking self. Yep. And the people, if it's good, they will follow you. 
Rick Rubin said it that way too. Do it. That's just the way it has to be. Because if you're making music that isn't you, people are going to feel that and read that. Yeah, I agreed. So make music and perform music and DJ with your within your values. I think that's the way we should move forward. I love that. And on that note, we doing some hurdles, Hurley? Sure. Hurley's hurdles. We need, a, we need a theme song for this. Hurley's hurdles. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we'll just sample that, we'll just bro. Just use that. <laughs> yeah, let's close it out with some Hurley's hurdles. Freaking do it. I was. I've been. You off. can do it. I've been off a couple weeks. Okay. Ready. Too poppy for me. I know what it's like is. a house song. It Actually, is. Actually, I don't even know. I didn't even know what the original artist was, but it's a that's a sample of somebody. Remix. Yeah, like it, it. The more popular version of it is this remix. Who actually is coming to Big Night Live this weekend? It is Robin Schultz. There you go. <laughs> that was a big giveaway. <laughs> Especially for a promoter. <laughs> well, Jeff got that one. All right, next. One for it's one. Called, <laughs> it's called Prayer and Sea by Lily Wood and the Prince. Oh, Prayer and Sea. That's right. Wasn't that originally like a, a country-ish song? No idea. I actually don't know if I've heard the original. The OG. I don't feel like looking it up now. So is it Rob? I think I opened for Robin Schultz before in Atlantic City. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. I I, I got to be a be honest. I wasn't a really big fan of that record. Okay, ready? Oh, yep. Next. Oh. Yeah, that's easy. It's Freebird. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> By a group named Leonard Skinner and they wow. were named and they were named after their high school gym teacher. Really? Their high school gym teacher was, was Leonard Skinner. Yeah, but was he yellow at No, 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 no. They changed the spelling. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Buy some copyright stuff that they'd have to do. Or not copyright. That was like the first chord. I know. Well sure. done. Well done. Okay. Um, let's see. We'll go. Now I want to listen to Freebird the whole time. I used to do overnight radio on a rock and roll channel, and we used to play that. That was our piss break song. Just like seven <laughs> oh, minutes yeah. long. That and Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> okay ready yeah yep this one's very poppy uh since you've been gone nope oh that was a good guess oh my god it's almost the same though right <laughs> I mean, no it's not Carlton? no nope. i have no idea not Miley. Hey, no. I just met you. And this Rebecca call Black. me maybe. Yeah, Rebecca Black. Carly no, Carly no. Ray Jepsen. Carly Ray oh, Jepsen, yeah. Geez. Rebecca Black did Friday. And oh. she was Wait, signed. Wait, is that the same song? No. <laughs> <laughs> she was signed to Justin Bieber's uh, really? management know. company, I think. And Who's Scooter made, Braun? Yeah, Scooter Braun and Braun. Uh, Martin Garrix. I wonder if he's still over there. And Cy was signed to uh, Scooter's company too. My my good friend used to uh, manage Cy. Okay, ready? Yes. Is it an eighties song? No, no. Nope. It's like uh, I would say mid two thousands. I guess early two thousands. Yeah. Sounds like Brian Adams. 
That's what I thought it was. That's oh, I, I thought, thought it was from like the Robin Hood soundtrack. <laughs> A gangster. Nothing. Yes. You back in the it is the same field. thing, dude. Wait, what are you singing? Brian Adams. It's oh, not no, Brian no, Adams. No. No. I you back in that. That's so Jeff, don't yep. pull the mic yep. away. We yep. want to yep. hear I'm you singing. singing. Now that she's back in the atmosphere. Drops of Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter train. by train. There you go. <laughs> 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 what gave it away? I just <laughs> Drops of Jupiter gave it away for me. I had the I had it in my head. <laughs> That's the name of the song. I'm right? singing it on the mic. I had it in my but I sing the wrong words too. I yeah. just go with this. I don't know the words to any song. How about that? Yeah. Okay. I, I think what? Shook Ones is about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can sing juicy. Alright, we'll do one more. One more, one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. It is Guns N' Roses. No, nope. it's not. It's you know not. The I yeah, just, don't don't play it. I know what it is. Sweet emotion, song. Aerosmith. Oh, Sam. <laughs> I thought, oh, it is. It sounded like play that again, Harley. You know what's weird about this? When I first heard, when I just played this right now, it kind of yeah. sounded like the Home Depot theme song. No way, really. Let's see. I don't know the Home Depot <laughs> yeah, no, 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 theme song. You weirdo! Cut, cut, what a weirdo! All right, you guys don't watch TV, okay? No, I just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Ready? Listen to this. This is the Home Depot theme song. Uh, Holy whoa. shit! It is, dude. It also sounds like a suspense thriller and MB. It NBC. sounds like a bad movie with Mark Wahlberg and Kevin and Kevin Hart. <laughs> uh, Not saying they're bad wait, actors. It sounds like kinda, it's just a funny movie. Doesn't it also sound like Welcome to the Jungle beginning too? No. Um, let me see. Negative. Comes in like I can't put it in the last Sweet, that's beer of Boston boy. You should know that. Oh no, it does yeah, not at all. Not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> way off, dude. Ah, keep playing sweet emotion play. Ah, oh, so, oh, so good. All right, as always. Yes, Jason Smith at Jason Smith Music. Hurley, Hurley Music, and uh, Jeff London underscore. Jeff Finest. London underscore, and we are. I'm a promoter. He's the DJ. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Okay, I'll reload it. Jeff London. DJ Jason Smith. He's gonna pay.